All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to the I'm Possible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J. So it is 9.23 a.m. <laughs> here in the city of Indianapolis, Indiana. I do apologize for all of you that have been tuning in to the station waiting for me to go live. But I had a few technical difficulties this morning, but that's okay because we got it fixed. And Lady J worked her magic, and so now we're on. <laughs> Finally. So I'm hoping that you are enjoying the music playing while you were waiting, because you all do know that JQLM Radio is a 24-7 radio station. And in the morning, we try to get your morning started with a little bit gospel music. And then we transition on into the hip-hop and R&B side. <laughs> so it is 924 here um, in Indianapolis, Indiana. And the weather outside is a little chilly. Um, it was drizzling a little bit this morning, too, on the way here. Um, but for those of you who are watching via Facebook and for those of you who are tuned in, please go tell a friend to tune in right now to JQLM Radio. Download the JQLM Radio app for all of our Android users. You can tune in that way. Apple users, you have to use the TuneIn Radio app. Android users, you can use that as well. Just search for JQLM Radio. Make it a favorite. And then you can listen from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. Or just go to our Facebook page. Go to JQLM Radio's Facebook page and just click on the Use App button. So there's no excuse, all right? Because if one isn't working, you just hop on another way. <laughs> you can listen from any time, at any time, from any place, from any device. All right, so now that I have that out the way, today we are talking about our children's education. Um, and I have here in the studio with me none other than Alonzo Anderson. He is running for Pike Township School Board. And... I met him ooh, a couple years ago, like maybe 2013, and it's been some years. Uh, we were in a relationship soup group. Shout out to Lisa Hughes, owner of that group, uh, bringing people together from all walks of life. And um, he's a really cool guy. He's also a firefighter. So I like firefighters. Uh, <laughs> and so my children happen to be a part of, my older two children happen to be a part of Pike Township. So I thought it would be really good. We've had a couple of other candidates running for other townships here um, in the studio. So I wanted to bring him in this morning and talk about a children's education. And then right after him, we're going to do a special edition from 11, I'm sorry, not from 11, but from 10 to 11 with uh, Eric Saunders, Rashi Powell, and Shay Sparks, and we'll be talking about the hate you give and why it's important to bring your kids out to our event coming up next weekend. So let's dig right into it. Good morning, Alonzo. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Good morning. Thank you for having me. And congratulations on your award yesterday. That was awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. you back. Thank you. Yes. Oh, listen, I was a crybaby. Y'all, y'all don't see me crying, <laughs> camera, but I was crying yesterday. <laughs> um, it was definitely a milestone for me. So um, I really appreciate that. So before we hop into why you're running for Pike Township School Board, um, can you tell everyone just a little bit about yourself oh, personally? Sure. Um, uh, I'm Alonzo Anderson. Uh, I'm a native of Indianapolis. Uh, I've been out here for uh, in Pike Township for about the last 10 years. I've been married for 16 years. My wife and I have two. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, my wife and I have two beautiful daughters. And like you said earlier, I'm a firefighter. Um, I'm also a uh, city council appointed uh, advisory board member to the juvenile detention center. I'm also a board member at the Ravenswood Hope, uh, which is a drug intervention program. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a board member at the Faber Glick Neighborhood Community Center, which I'm very, very proud of, located mm -hmm. right in Pike Township. 
Awesome. Awesome. So one of those places that you mentioned happens to be one of my sites for life support company uh, working with the kids. So the juvenile detention center. So awesome. I didn't even know that. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of talent, a lot of talent in the uh, juvenile detention center. So so that's a resource that we're going to definitely uh, tap into. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit about uh, so I know that you're a firefighter. You're a family man. Mm-hmm. Um, you have children yourself. What made you decide to run for school board? Well, it's my passion. Um, I was known as the untraditional student. Uh, my mom, uh, my mother is a she's an English professor and she taught in the public education system. So I have a have a different introspect on uh, from the teacher side and the student side. So mm-hmm. I've been through. Six different public school systems. Um, I was the I was that kid. Mm. Uh, so, but I've learned a lot, and I learned that from my standpoint uh, is we have to broaden the definition of academic success. Uh, you can't judge a fish by how he climbs a tree. Mm-hmm. And so I was. I felt like I was. All, I've always been that fish that was climbing the tree because we. We have an educational system that's structured and standardized. So I believe that to get a better gauge for how students are in a variety of ways, we have to accommodate them on how they learn. And mm-hmm. so that gave me the passion because, you know, we have a lot of successful students, but a lot of them were not celebrated. Uh, not to say that uh, the ones that are that, that advance in the standardized system is not nothing to celebrate, but we have to celebrate all of them. So that gave me the one of my biggest passions to run mm-hmm. for the school board to make sure that we're accommodating the diverse uh, ways that students learn mm-hmm. and that we celebrate that. Now, I really, really like that. So as a psychology major, we're taught that, um, psychology major myself, we're taught that there are five different learning types. Mm-hmm. And so um, teachers, a lot of teachers have, um, I will say, and not just the teachers, I would say a lot of different schools have created what's called uh, small focus groups in the classroom mm-hmm. so that when there are children that are un- that are unable to um, retain the information in the way that it's being taught, then they ha- get to have that like one-on-one yes. type of, in a smaller group setting. Um, so I think that is very important because not every child, you know, learns the same way or retains information the same way exactly. and able to recall the information the same way as well. So um, I think that is very, very important and it sets our children up for, success yes it does it does um and you have uh, children that now have ieps and things of that sort and um one of our producers here on jql radio shout out to kim kimberly kent of the journey um shameless plug Uh, (laughs) um her one of her children um has that and he is doing amazing amazingly well so um shout out to little sam (laughs) um and she talks about it all the time so i think that um that is a uh, uh, amazing thing that you're doing and making sure that it becomes a part of the norm. Yes, exactly. It has to become a part of our school culture. And it's stories like that. And that's what motivates me and pushes me to uh, bring that to the forefront because it has a direct effect on self-esteem. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of students can be labeled a certain way, but it's not really the case. Right. And so we have to shed light on that and open that up and say, okay, so they may not necessarily be in this group because they learned this way. So mm-hmm. let's accommodate them on how they learn th- in their way, and so that way they can be successful. And that's very, very important because the students that you, in this generation, you know, they have 100% control over our future. 
Right. You know? Oh, and yes. So, <laughs> oh, yes. They're going to be our next politicians. They're going to oh, decide yeah. what. When we're old. Home. Yeah. <laughs> where we're going to stay when we're old. They're going to run that facility. So right. uh, we, we have to invest in them now. Oh, Very yes. Important. Oh, yes. Because yes. if we keep going at the rate we're going, we all in trouble when we become <laughs> senior exactly. citizens. Exactly. <laughs> For <Yeah>. real. <laughs> so that's why we have to invest. Some people invest in different types of stocks and stuff like that. I want to invest in our students because it's very mm-hmm. important all the way across the board. Right. Um, and I totally agree. So would you say that implementing this particular culture in uh, this township or in schools, period, and making it a norm every day, do you think that that would impact the pay for teachers? I think so. Uh it will impact teachers in uh, many different ways. Teachers are on the front line of education battling every single day. And we have to continue to give them the resources and uh, compensation for what they do. They're investing years of their life, uh, investing in our students, spending years of their life investing in our students. So I think that can, and also I think that that will also attract uh, other um other people or other teachers to become uh, other people going through college to become teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you have to have you have to invest in your school culture because that's what's going to attract the top talent and also keep teachers motivated to do what they do every day. 180 days a year. I I went to I um, volunteered at my daughter's uh, school trip to the the museum and that was like four hours. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I got home and I took a nap. <laughs> so. Uh, that that lets me know the teachers do this 180 days or more a year, mm-hmm. you know. So it's very important that we support them. That that is that is definitely key. yes, definitely, definitely. I've been on a lot of field trips. Yeah. <laughs> it's different when you just take your own children yes. and the children. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, depending upon the age group, they will try you. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I take my hat off to them. <laughs> definitely. So when it comes to um, the overall township of pike and and you know uh, the schools in pike now i will say that my because my older two children are in pike i um have become or are becoming accustomed to um like their their uh, standards that they set for the children so across pike township the standards are set very high for the young people um also their culture you know, um, attendance and things of that sort. I mean, just everything from all the way down from coming to school all the way to extracurricular activities. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a a certain standard that they want the kids to meet. And I think that it is extremely, extremely uh, wonderful that they have a uh, point system that they go by and a student has to keep a certain uh, grade average, they have to have a certain amount of attendance and things of that sort to even participate in in extracurricular activities, which I think is amazing, yes, keeping is. education at the forefront because we have so many um, schools, so many different types of uh, uh, people and directors that are over sports that put has, has now put that at the forefront behind, you know, and it's in front of education and not making sure that the students understand that education comes first. So uh, I think that that is amazing. I absolutely love it. Um, But outside of the learning piece and uh, accommodating children that learn differently from everybody else, what else uh, is in your plan to, um, to alter, you know, or add to the current um, school board? You know, um, Pike is a great school district. 
and um, I want Pike to continue on that path and also take advantage of the opportunity to be a leader and being progressive uh, mm -hmm. against any s school district. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm full of Pike pride, so uh, I will put my school district against any top school district in the country. And the way uh, we have to do that is we have to also continue to think outside the box. Mm -hmm. It's okay to look at other cultures around the world, other school districts and, uh, and systems around the world and see how they do things mm -hmm. and then implement that into our own school culture and school district uh, because that's only going to make us better. Uh, mm -hmm. You look at some of the things that they're doing in Japan and, and, and filling across the world. They're doing things that you know, we can learn from, we can take from, right. and add to our already great school district. Right. Um, and Pike Township is the <laughs> most diverse township in the city. There's mm -hmm. over 70 different languages spoken in Pike Township. So there is a lot of diversity there. And so uh, we can take the advantage of that opportunity to uh, accommodate that by learning and building off what we already have. And so, uh, and that's what, I, that's what I plan on doing. I'm a roll your sleeves up uh, type of person. You know, it's mm -hmm. okay to, you know, sit at the table and, you know, we, we do the policy and we devise the budget and stuff like that. But I want to get into the mix and lead by leadership, uh, lead by example. So uh, that's what I, I plan to bring to the table. Okay. And what is the difference between your strategy and your opponent's strategy? Well, there, we have a lot of great uh, uh, hopeful candidates. Um, I believe that we have the same goal in mind. But different ways to get there, and that's mm -hmm. okay. Uh, that's okay. I don't think a one strat my strategy is going to be better than the others. I just think that what I bring to through to the table from my experiences of coming up through uh, six different public school systems, understanding that you know I learned differently, but it wasn't back in my day when I went to school maybe a couple of years ago. <laughs> 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 um, it just wasn't a lot of understanding about. Uh, in the different ways uh, students learn. And mm -hmm. so that's why, you know, you were just grouped together. So right. I bring that experience of understanding that, hey, you know, we just can't group everyone into one way of learning. You mm -hmm. know, people, our students learn differently. We have to accommodate that. So uh, I can't stress that enough. So that's what I bring to the table, that open-minded look. And so that way, I believe that in that sense, we can get a lot more out of our out of our students as far as celebration as far as uh, as their accomplishments uh we can take our 93 percent graduation rate up to 97. yes i was That's just gonna yeah. i'm glad you just said because i was just gonna say that when i walk into the freshman center they have a huge yeah. banner yeah. <laughs> that says 93 percent you know graduation rate and they are a, a graded school yes a graded yes. school yeah. so um i i commend pike township for everything that you know they're doing the accomplishments that they're making i mean and i mean they're doing amazing yes yes they are so as someone who come who came up through all of those different school systems or schools uh have you ever attended pike township so no as a I, student no i uh or I your children know, uh yes my my children did uh, up until last year um, I came uh, through the IPS system. Um, like I said, I've been, I went through six different school systems, uh, 111, 114, 112, Forest Banner, 69. You went 69? I went to 69. I went to 69. Oh, that was my favorite yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then uh, finishing up with uh, with Tech. And, uh, hey, uh, so, my alma mater too. That's right, Titans. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, you know, I, um, I've learned a lot. You, I, I learned a lot. And so uh, 
that's that's helped me to get to the, where I am now because I'm I'm very very successful. You know, I'm a firefighter, I'm a financial advisor. You know, and I, I help out in the community. So um, yeah, the public school system, the public school system education is a is a great stepping stone and it is room for improvement. So I uh-huh. want to take that experience and I'm gonna bring that to the school board here in Pike. Awesome, awesome. So in your position, so if you win this election, mm-hmm. what components or factors are you going to need to help you uh, well, accomplish what whatever it is that your strategy is we're going to we're, i'm going to need a collaborative community approach you know we're going to have to work with the teachers mm-hmm. uh the parents and the students uh to take uh our educational system to the next level um and we're going to have that so one one of the things that we're going to have to do we're going to have to expand our parent engagement like I said, there, oh, are, said that there are 70 different languages in Pike Township that's spoken mm-hmm. in Pike Township. And a lot of those different cultures have children in our township mm-hmm. uh, school system. And so from going day to day, uh, canvassing and going door to door, talking, um, I found that a lot of the parents that don't speak English have to rely on their children, their children. Yes, yep, to re- yeah. To so, <laughs> yep. you know, and we know how students can be, mm-hmm. you know, that gives them an the opportunity to, you know, control the conversation. Exactly. Kids are going to be kids. And I, I understand that. So mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the factors that uh, that we're going to need, not just myself, but we're going to need as a whole, because mm-hmm. like I said, it's, a, it's going to be a community effort right. uh, to uh, to build this thing and take it to the next level. Right. So one thing that I noticed, too. So my younger two children, um, my children have always gone to charter schools. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a Christian school and then a charter school. So my this is the second year that my older two children are in Pike Township. And the very first year that my younger two children are um, in IPS. So I was kind of leery about the IPS because the first thing that I look at when I go to any school is the curriculum. Mm -hmm. I want it to be challenging. They come from a Christian school and they started out on the Becca curriculum. So that's, you know, they're ahead of a lot of students. Mm -hmm. Um, So they'll probably be in Pike Township next year. But um, that's the first thing that I realized. So when going in for parent-teacher conference, another thing that I realized that IPS does have that I haven't seen in some of the township schools is they have translators for different languages Mm -hmm. in the uh, facility to translate for the parents, you know, between the parents and the teachers. And the way they had it set up was, you know, um, all of the teachers are in the gym, and you have a certain grade, you know, from first to third over here, fourth to, you know, sixth over here, kindergarten over here. All the teachers, then you have this table of translators, um, you know, Spanish, uh, you know, Chinese, and, you know, maybe it was like two or three people there that could speak a couple different languages. So I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way that it's easy for the teacher to communicate with the parent and the parent to communicate with the teacher so that they are understanding what it is that their child needs and what it is, you know, uh, all of the areas that they're doing well in, things that they need help with. So when you were talking about um, a community collaboration and um, making sure that the parents understand because it's a very diverse uh, township, hiring translators do you think that that is going to be beneficial or utilizing people that are already fluent in certain languages well you know we have to uh look at the picture as a whole because you know we we have to be good stewards of 
um, of the budget. Mm-hmm. And, and that plays a part to the fiscal accountability. Um, so we have to uh, see the pros and the cons and then forecast, you know, will it be more beneficial for us to hire, you know, a translator for, uh, you know, they speak 70 different languages. Right. Or are there other uh, avenues? Mm-hmm. Um, there are uh, programs called the Language Line mm-hmm. uh, where you can call and um, you can pick whatever language that you want. Mm-hmm. You know, so there, there are do- a lot of different options out there. There's also uh, in Pike Township, there's the International um, uh, program uh, coalition there in Pike Township is ran by uh, Mary Clark. You know, mm-hmm. there's a there's a, another possible uh, avenue there. So, uh, which is a great uh, a great program they got going on out there. So, um, we just have to look at everything as a whole and see what's beneficial and uh, what can uh, we can use that will be budget friendly mm-hmm. and still accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. But it's important that we we do look at that and open up and expand and parent, parent engagement. Awesome. Because as a parent myself, what I'm looking at is, so my children are very active. They're, they, you know, they're like choir, band, color guard, football, wrestling, you know. <laughs> I mean, my older two children, they just like, they want to do everything. They don't give me a break at all. So um, for those students that cannot communicate, you know, with most teachers that only speak English, it kind of hinders their ability to participate in things that they are actually interested in. Yes. If that makes sense. Correct. So um, just looking at different ways, like you said, different ways that you can uh, get the child and the parent to be a little bit more engaged because, I mean, let's be honest, a lot of children go on to college from high school, um, especially talking about the high school students, going on from uh, high school to college on scholarships, you know, sports scholarships and music scholarships and things of that sort. But if they're unable to understand or communicate, it's going to be difficult for them yes, to do so. Very much so, yes. Um, so and with the parent engagement, so I myself find it very difficult to get parents to be um, proactive with their children and being involved in, I mean, just their children's needs overall when it comes to social, emotional, you know, education and things of that sort. What do you feel is a strategy that you're going to be using to kind of draw parents in for them to be willing, you know what I'm saying, and excited about being involved and engaged with their children's education? Well, I don't think there's a a cure-all solution, but there are a couple of um, things that we can try. Um, Parents, uh, a lot of them are are single, have, uh, you know, few or more children in the, in the township and they work 40 hours a week. So mm-hmm. we have to accommodate in a, in a variety of ways. Uh, one way, uh, one idea that was brought up, I brought up a couple of years ago when I ran for the school board uh, two years ago is uh, maybe a Pike school app for mm-hmm. that on the go uh, parent that doesn't have a lot of time, mm-hmm. but the, the everyone, everyone's on their phone mm-hmm. all know, the time, everywhere you go, everybody's <laughs> heads down and looking at their phone. And so, uh, having a platform such as a Pike app uh, that can uh, we can blast information out like school board meetings mm-hmm. when to show up for those or we're having uh, um, uh, get together here for parents or for dads or for moms or for uh, parents who just want to be more involved but they can't because their schedule is restricting them uh, so we have to look at it as a whole and uh, look at different ways that we can do that uh, some parents mm-hmm. may be able to come to the school at a certain time we have to have something that's consistent Right. All the time where they can come to or and reach out. So we have to look at things in, in different ways. So it's not just really a cure all, mm-hmm. uh, but just uh, just 
be open minded and have other options. Right. So I do know that Pike Township um, they send out a email weekly. Yes. At, uh, with a uh, what's it called? Uh, kind of like the Pike newspaper. And yep. it lists all of the upcoming things for that week mm-hmm. and all of the things that happen. And then you also get a call from yes. whatever principal, mm-hmm. you know, that you're, you know, uh, from your children's school and they leave the same message. Um, so uh, that's one one thing. And I would say that there's a charter school that my children used to go to, um, IMSA West. And what they did with parent teacher conferences, because a lot of schools have parent teacher conference during the week. And most of them start right after school and end at like six or seven. Well, at six, parents are just now getting off work. So uh, now I know what that's like. Even though I'm on my own business now, I know what that's like trying to get to a parent-teacher conference or having to take off work and things of that sort. So what they did was they started having parent-teacher conferences on Saturdays from 12 to 4. So parents could come in anytime within those four hours on a Saturday and go see their teachers. You know, so I think that that is something that maybe a, a lot of the townships could adopt because let's be honest, you also are talking about a certain demographic of people yes. in Pike Township. The cost of living is a little bit higher. So you're going to have parents that are, um, you know, working, you know, middle class people that are going to be working during the day. So um, and a lot of them aren't necessarily available to leave work or come on their lunch break and things of that sort. Because let's be honest, if you whether even if you only have one child. But especially if you have more than one child, you're going to be at the school for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meeting exactly. with these yeah. teachers. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> even in elementary, those students have more than one teacher. They have a gym teacher, that, yeah. you know, outside of their regular te- uh, you know, music teacher. You know, so um, I think that that's something that um, can be taken into account as well. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a part of and that's OK to do. It's a part of being uh a part of being in a collaborative community approach. You know, it's okay to, if you want to be the best school district that you can be, it's okay to take ideas that are working mm-hmm. and implement implementing that into your own culture. Uh, webinars, uh, that's a great idea. Uh, Saturdays, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's something that we can expand on and look at. Mm-hmm. And I know that they probably have to compensate the teachers for that, but um, I think what they do is they shut down early. For one day. So just like um, I know Pike, they close school. They let the students out early on the day that they're going to have parent-teacher conference. Mm, so yep, maybe yep. you could uh, kind of play off the two. You know, you should still shut down early for that day, and those hours are carried over to that Saturday. They finish up that day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that way you're not having to pay overtime. O- overtime, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, and it's, and <laughs> see, you know, make it work. <laughs> and it, this is the type of a dialogue that we need. And so um, if we can get more parents, you know, a lot more parents to be – to uh, become engaged and also show up at the uh, at the board meetings, at the school board meetings, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and voice those opinions and voice those thoughts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to make take our township to the next level. Right, right. So we're going to take a quick break. All right, and when we get back, we're going to wrap up and have Mr. Anderson. You know, of course, I know that you all know how to vote, but I'm going to have him tell you anyway how you can vote for him. All right. (laughs) And uh, we'll be right back in just a few moments. And when we get back, we are going to wrap up. You are tuned into the I'm Possible Radio Show with Lady J. Radio would love to support and put your music into rotation. 
If you would like your music added to our rotation, all you have to do is send us your music in MP3 format to info.egoentnet at gmail.com. That's info.egoentnet at gmail.com. And then simply share JQLM Radio with your followers, listeners, and fans so that they may tune in and support you too. Remember, we support you as you support us. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Lady J, owner of Ego Entertainment Network and host of the Unpossible Radio Show. Have you ever thought about having your own radio or podcast show? Maybe be featured in a magazine or air commercials on television or maybe even have your own TV show. Well, look no further. Ego Entertainment Network is here for all of your media production needs. Contact us today at 317-886-0296 or visit our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. You would be surprised at how affordable it is. Oh, don't forget, tune in to JQLM Radio every day. Download the JQLM Radio app for all of you Android users or Apple users and Android users. You can use the TuneIn app or listen straight from our website or the JQLM Radio Facebook page. Ego Entertainment Network, empowered greatness optimized. All right, all right, all right. And we're back. <laughs> Told you I was going to be short. <laughs> Commercial break. So I have been sitting here talking with none other than Alonzo Anderson, candidate for Pike Township School Board. Thank you so much for coming in today. It's been an awesome conversation, too. Thank you for having me. Um, I love his approach to what he's bringing to the table for Pike Township School Board, a community collaborative. Man, I don't know how long we've been trying to get and, you know, everybody to collaborate for anything, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, if we can collaborate about anything, it should be for our children. Yes, exactly. So, um, and uh, I really, really like the fact that you are wanting to hone in on making sure that every student's uh, way of learning is being, you know, supported. So, I really, really like that. So, can you tell everyone how they can follow you, how they can vote for you, um, I know that you all see his signs, because I do, all over Pike Township, <laughs> real quick. Um, so, uh, November 6th, uh, you can, well, actually, you can go to my uh, my Facebook page. Um, I um, I post a lot of information. Uh, you can always inbox me, contact me uh, through my email, which is alonzoanderson at yahoo.com. Uh, and as uh, for voting, November 6th, I cannot stress that enough. Now, <clears throat> there are three seats available so uh, there are seven hopeful candidates so you don't have to just vote for me but there are other candidates who have the same passion uh, mm -hmm. for uh, and vision for our Pike Township School District so I would like to be one of the three uh, of your votes but you can vote up to three uh, so when you go out learn uh, who the candidates are what mm -hmm. they stand for and vote for who you feel uh, that will uh, bring the change that you're looking for. But the important thing is to get out and vote. Yes, Annette Johnson is she? She's one of the people for Pike Township. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. yes. That's our that's our next trustee. She's trustee. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, our yeah. next trustee. Yeah. So, so yeah, very, Annette, <laughs> shout out to Annette Johnson. Yes. Uh, 
a progressive leader, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, she's really going to do a lot of wonderful things and change in Pike Township as a community as a whole. Awesome, awesome. So November the 6th, people, November the 6th, your vote does count, okay? Even if you feel like it doesn't, trust me, it does, especially when it comes to your city governing laws okay if you live in this city then you want to vote there is no electoral college or none of that okay (laughs) so please make sure that you get out and choose who you want on the school boards of your uh, townships of your schools uh, your trustees all that you better get out and pick who you want okay Um, make sure that alonzo is one of the people that you vote for if you are in Pike Township, make sure that he is one of the three, okay? Um, I vouch for him. No. Thank you very <laughs> I much. approve this message. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> we do know that politics can get very, very messy and nasty. Um, and I, another thing that I would like to commend you on is that um, you're able to run your campaign without, you know, bashing, yes. the, uh, you know, the other candidates. So I really, really uh, like that. I appreciate that because, you know, a lot of people feel like politicians are even worse than lawyers. Yes. So yes. <laughs> so it can, it can get pretty brutal. Yes. <laughs> so are, are is there any um, thing that you want to leave with our listeners before we go off the air? You know. Either way or how you vote, just remember that, you know, it's going to take a community collaborative approach to investing in our students, encouraging our students during the formative years of their education. That is what I have a passion for. That is what I'm going to do. I take a a firefighter's mentality to go in and help and and help change things. So get out and vote. Thank you for having me on the show. I, I really appreciate it. And thank you for your support. No problem. No problem. So this has been another episode of the Impossible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J. And I must say, it feels good to be back. I know that you all see me out all over everywhere on Saturday. So if I'm not somewhere covering an event, I will be in the studio on a Saturday morning. <laughs> all right. For the Impossible Radio Show. Up next uh, at 10.05. We're actually going to be starting at 10.05 because we have a hard commercial. We got to pay the bills. Um, we have a hard commercial. Uh, from 10 to 10.05. So at 10.05, I will be back on air with a special edition talking about the hate you give um, viewing and panel discussion that is coming up. And we have none other than Shay Sparks A coming in the building. You all don't know her. Y'all better go support her. She is a 17-year-old young lady shutting hip-hop down with her positive message. And the girl is like a cross between... I'm going to say E-40 and Twista. She's she's crazy with it. She's crazy with it. So um, she's going to be one of the young people that is on the panel. Um, we're going to be giving away something. So make sure that you tune in. Parents, 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 make sure that your children are tuning in as well. Uh, Eric Saunders and Rachel Powell will be joining me as well. So make sure that you all stick and stay. Stay tuned. And so before I end the show, as I always say, After all of the hell you went through, the word through is an indication that you defeated the impossible too. New adversities will come, but overcoming them has already made you unstoppable. The favor over your life incomparable, which gives you the right to think and believe I'm possible. All right. Love y'all. Deuces.